What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? I am Brady McGrath, and I am here with Cam Garrity. Cam, how are we feeling today? I am uh, 10 pounds less obtuse, but still obtuse. He's lying to you, folks. He's still putting on that Christmas weight. We're back. Yes, we are. I think we're back. It has been a while. It has been quite a while. Um, we did three episodes. This is episode four, if I'm correct. Um, we did three episodes, and... Uh, you know, we kind of had our time away from it. Um, just a lot of things coming up for us, you know, real life stuff. Um, you know, we decided to screw it. Let's bring it back. There's a lot of talk. About fans need need to hear us. You know, they need to do. They need their dads. Exactly. And that's what it is. You know, you know, you got you got daddy issues or not. You still need your dads. And I'm not talking about biological adoptive. I'm talking about 40. Yeah, we're dads. talking about your dads. That's what you need. We're the dads. We're talking about the dads. The only dads. All right. So, so I just got out a few hours ago out of Star Wars, Episode Nine, Rise of Skywalker. I'm not going to give any spoilers away because, you know, it is still very fresh. It. it came out on Friday. It came out on Friday. It is now Monday when we're recording this. So I don't want to uh, give any spoilers out, but my God. That was an incredible movie. Um, if I had to put it in any kind of order of my favorite movies, just from watching perspective, I would say A New Hope is number one. I would put Revenge, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and then I would put this. Really? I would. I would. I'm honestly all for this movie. I think. J.J. Abrams went back, corrected a lot of mistakes from 7 and 8 that people weren't happy about, and gave a nice chef's kiss to the end of the series and the end of the saga. I think it was amazing what they did with every storyline. They tied everything up, but they also left a little in there. So, you know, maybe 15, 20 years from now, they could bring back another, you know, three movies out there. That's something they possibly could have done at the end. They It wasn't completely done forever. There could be something there. So... Keep that in mind. Um, but fantastic movie. I teared up twice. <laughs> um, I'm not even lying. Like it, it was a good movie. I don't care what the critics say. Fuck the critics. Yeah, I'm never listening to a critic ever again because they actually hated this that's movie. What I'm it was great, and they loved the loved the Last Jedi. Uh, and that is my second. That is my least favorite. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Is my least favorite. When movie. I saw the Last Jedi, I was kind of like disappointed with it, and then there were a lot of people at first saying. Oh, this one, eh, probably not that great. Sorry. Sorry to ruin all your hope yeah. beforehand. And, you know, after you know, after hearing that, I'm ready to fly back to Salem when I come back. And I'm ready to right. I'm ready to just go down to Cinema Salem by myself and just go watch it if they have right. it. And, <laughs> and they said they said the Mandalorian wasn't canon. Um, but there was something in the Mandalorian, like a thing that I'm not saying, not Baby Yoda. Like I'm not saying that wasn't in the. Movie. Are you sure it's not canon? Um, Baby Yoda won't be canon because Baby Yoda is taking over the world. <laughs> Baby Yoda is Star Wars well, now. Sorry, everybody listening. Yeah. Well, technically speaking, it was after Episode Six and before Episode Seven is when the Mandalorian takes so, place. Mm, um, it's still Star Wars. <laughs> it's taking yeah. over. No, no, it's it's. It's still it's still Star Wars, but my thing is is there was something in Mandalorian that kind of transitioned. It's a very small thing, um, but it did transition over to the movie, which was pretty cool. Um, they gave a lot of they basically tugged you know the right strings 
um, for a lot of like Star Wars geeks, right? There's a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of like nods to old movies, to the books. Like there is a lot of things in there that you're just like, wow, amazing. And, um, you know, I'm going to talk about it, you know, shameless plug on my other podcast, um, on my Disney podcast. I'm going to go in my in-depth review for my first episode. No such thing as a shameless um, podcast. That- no such thing as a shameless plug. No. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But that I'm going to go into more in depth on that. So if you did watch the movie and you wanted to kind of hear my review on it and kind of my little what happens with that, um, you know, just follow our twitters. You know, mine's at King underscore Garrity G A R R I T Y. I'm sure you guys, most of the people that listen to us, follow me and Brady anyway. But if you are new and you want to hear those, I have all the links in my description on that. So, um, but. We're going to shift over to sports. Yes, sir. Um, Finally. That's, well, that's, that's what, what it's do. for. That's what it's for. That's, this is what the dads what we do. do. This is what we do. <laughs> and and the quality is going to be a little rough for us right here just because we both went home for break. I'm using the fantastic iPhone I, quality. Yeah, to I'm using this. my S9 with my yeah. – with actually, we, actually, we don't have our studio. Not shameless plug. I am using my brand-new Samsung Pods. Ooh. They're actually pretty fucking diesel. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're, they look I, pretty comfortable. I hear everything so well, and they are so comfortable. comfortable. That is not a lie. Yeah. These things are so damn comfortable. It's unreal. <laughs> it's awesome. So, Brady, this is what I'm gonna transition to for you. Fantasy football. I don't want to talk now. About I know fantasy football murdered my you- life. You have not been having – every league that I've been in with you for the past year has not been good. No. The hockey league was something else. Whether, whether or not there's an excuse for that or not, you did I, almost lose every single I had, game. I think – were you like 1-12 or something? Listen, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. I had 10 of my first – no, I had 8 of my first 10 picks hit the IR for long periods of time, and then mm. – we changed the scoring for faceoffs, and your boy had three wins, which turned to zero. So then I said, "Fuck this league! I'm never coming back." And I didn't win a game. Technically, technically, I did not win a game. So there is that. I'm not happy with it. Move on. We're not talking about it anymore. It's gone forever. Technically. So, yeah, technically, you know, I'm excited. Fantasy football right here. I'm in the championship of a $75 per person league. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I need that for some rent. I'm playing a notorious, notorious champion. Somebody by the names of Matt Dever. Keep in the Dever unreal at all things fantasy sports. All things sports in general. This guy has it all. Um, yes, literally – would go out of his way to make a dumb trade with you in order just to have a talk, just to start the negotiation. And you know what? You might just be stupid enough to take that initial trade and he's happy with it, but you know what? He's going to get his way. And I didn't do a trade with him all year and I'm so happy. And you know what? I like Lamar Jackson, right? I love him. I thought my team was not as good as it was. I almost traded Lamar Jackson to get a couple of wide receivers or a And that, that was a good pick. I that felt, was a good pick because honestly, I had Matt, Matt Stafford, Stafford is a fantasy guy. It's Stafford like, you know, the time. in the past in the past 10 years, in the past 10 years, you've had, you know, Tony Romo right. to be the and fantasy that was my guy backup. and Matt Stafford stepped into that. They're not winning the games 
but they're putting up 300 yards a game and two or three touchdowns because they don't have anything else. And <laughs> Right. So I am up against Goliath, right? And I'm so glad I didn't trade Lamar Jackson. In week one of the championship, which is week 16, uh, your boy put up 191.4 points to his 171.94 points. Now, for those that don't know, we're in a PPR league, and the highest scoring that I've ever scored all year is 130. So this is an, a massive, massive week for me. He's been putting up this type of number all year long, and I had my team of Lamar Jackson, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Mark Andrews, Tyler Higby, Baltimore, and Nick Folk put up 191 points for your boy. We have one more week where Lamar and Mark Andrews aren't going to play, but I'm feeling good. If I win this, this is 600 bucks. I don't want to jinx it, right? I don't want to jinx it. Worst case, let I me let me talk about my sorrows okay. here. Great. So I'm but in. I'm happy to be where I'm at. So right I'm now. currently in three leagues, and this has oh, not boy. been yes, let's hear my it. year for fantasy football. The league I check the most is my hometown league. What's the league you check the most? Because that's the one and I, I just came in last place. But. Let me tell the people why I came in last place. I got nervous because I thought Daniel Jones was out. And I didn't want to play Daniel Jones because I was worried that if he did play, it would be a game-time decision, and I didn't want to deal with that. I played Tom Brady, who got me 18 points. And then tonight, I and then tonight, of all people, I needed, I needed a dude, Boone, for Minnesota. I picked up the third string running back because I said, you know what? He's going to do good. He scored two touchdowns last week. He had 54 yards in the fourth quarter. He came out in the fourth quarter when everybody was hurt and put up 17 points. So I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go with that. And, you know, he scored two and a half. Um, and I had DK Metcalf, who had a hot zero. Right. But let me bring this up. I got out of the last place punishment Ooh. in the fraternity league. But listen to this. Listen to this, Cam. You're going to love this. Yep. So Ethan That's and Pooch nice. were in the championship, <laughs> right? And – but listen to how it ended. Again. This is literally the best possible way because Ethan is seven and six and he made it to the championship because he had a really good team all year long. He did this last year too. He did it. He did this last year too. I think but, he was running, but, running away with the league. But Ethan's the team. And then no, Ethan didn't Ethan win. But let me tell you why chose. Ethan didn't win. So Ethan had a great showing from his team, you know. He had Fitzy put up 13.7. He had to play DeAndre Washington and Patrick Laird because Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry got hurt. And, you know, DeAndre Washington put up 18.6, fine. Laird did not do well, but whatever. They go into tonight, and Pooch is up. I mean, Ethan's up by 10 points. 
Ethan is up by 10 points. He's sitting comfortable with the last five minutes of the game. And then that guy, Aaron Jones, goes for a 56-yard touchdown to beat Ethan by two points. (laughs) (laughs) So that... So here's, I'm gonna say I'm gonna my, say Pooch is the commissioner, right? Because I, so the might be some collusion there, and we don't know what's happening. We're going to the league now. We're going to the we're going to the higher ups. We're going to the higher the higher ups to talk about this one. Uh, we recommended robbing the bank before he could go to his savings to his checkings. <laughs> Great idea, Bren. Bren Benevento came up with that idea, and I like that idea. So if we would have maul it before he could get the money in, we nobody loses. So we're gonna we're gonna see what we do, and we're gonna go for it. True. So th- so this is my 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 lesson on that Brady. My lesson with that right is, in all seriousness, like actually fantasy wise, like talking about the sport itself and the game itself, I should say. That is why you constantly need to check waiver wires every week. Now, I'm not saying it's not he didn't win because he didn't check it before the week. Like, injuries happen last minute. But you need to constantly have players ready to go. Like, your bench should just be like – like, my bench, the way I set up my bench, right? It's not perfect. But the way I set up my bench is like, if I'm feeling there's a good matchup, I'm, I can put anybody in on my bench. Like, there's nobody on my bench that I'm looking at right now. I'm like, why? he's just there to take space. And, like, that is why – that is key. Kenyon Drake, I have had all season long, and the second he went to Arizona, oh yeah, week, but, or was it week but, nine? Is when I started playing him, and he got me twenty eight point two points. He had a couple of he had a couple of like solid games. Then he like had a couple of like eh games after the bye, and then broke out for a four touchdown game. I started him, and then he broke out for last week too. And I'm like this. This is a guy like this is the guy right now in Arizona. He's always been good in Miami, but it's like I didn't have Kenyon Drake or Miles Sanders as my starting running back. Yeah, but you got to think about this way, Tom. Hold on, let me think about this way though. But in the in the case of Ethan, you don't expect DJ Moore to die after his first catch. He went one reception for one yard and got mauled. It's like you don't accept you don't expect those things to happen, and that know, and that's yeah, again aside, the worst thing about fantasy football. Aside from you're injuries, gonna sit there and be like, God damn, this is terrible. Like he had Tyler Lockett too. Like and the kid that I played against in my other league, he also had Tyler Lockett, but I had DK Metcalf. Aside from injuries, so the worst thing possible things, yeah. was for Russell Wilson to have like unimaginably the worst game that Russell Wilson can have in the time that it was needed. This guy, DK Metcalf, was literally dropping points every single game. He was getting targeted every single game. The least targets he got was four targets, and that was last week against Carolina, and he still had 10 points. This week he had a hot zero. As I mean, as of late, Brady, I'll, I'll put this for you. What what that kind of helps though with with you in that sense is Russell Wilson since week ten has scored less than seventeen points except for one game. He scored six. He scored sixteen against San Fran, nine against Philly, sixteen point nine against Minnesota, 
10.6 against the Rams, 19 oh, yeah. against Carolina, 10 yeah, against early Arizona. on, he's the MVP. Before those games, he's the guy. 39, That's the thing. 15, but, 14, and then it started getting into like the better 29, defenses, 41. minus yeah. like Carolina. But like, Right, he's still it, an elite quarterback. But like I just it. don't think he was. Yeah, I agree. With he's that. not a fantasy guy late in the late in the season. I think that's my thing with 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 my quarterbacks. What I pick is like I don't really care what team they're on. Right, when I usually draft a quarterback, I usually draft somebody that I know is going to get me the same points per week. So like I would rather take twenty to twenty five from Jimmy G every single week than take the occasional 39 from Russell Wilson once or twice during the season and then get 16 every game. And it's like, that doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. I think he's the top, like probably top three quarterbacks in the league. I think as of right now, how he's played this season, but that it's just mean, Lamar. It's know, just, it's I would just say Lamar. It's, Lamar. it's, it's only Lamar. And, and that's, and Russell that's what Wilson it is. Right for quarterback he's not, but that's the thing. Yeah. It's, all right, here we go. Let me get he's into right. this now. Clearly not a damn running back because of the production <laughs> that he has been able to put out. Yeah, he's not throwing the ball as much, but the way that offense works, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to throw the ball because they still have those guys. And when he does throw the ball, he's throwing it to Mark Andrews. Cover Mark Andrews. Look at this. You cover Mark Andrews? You're going to cover Mark Andrews now. I'm, I'm Food, curious like, to see if, if Let him throw to somebody else. Let him force the throw. Why don't they have more people watching out for the only person they look at? Because, like, he'll find Hollywood a few times downfield deep, but he's not looking for anybody else. What does Willie Sneed have, like, one or two touchdowns all year long? He's a bum. He left New Orleans and turned into a goddamn bum. They have bums at wide receiver, except for the kid they just drafted. And Mark Andrews is basically their best wide receiver, and he's playing tight end as a diabetic. Like, what are we? What are we doing here? Like, <laughs> so I'm I'm curious to see, right now. This is this is I guess not a sophomore slump, right? But a, let's say a Patrick Mahomes slump, right? Because Patrick Mahomes came out of the gate flying, came out of nowhere. Hold on, before you before you continue, did you see? Right? Still a great quarterback. The right? his selly you know, he's not after terrible. he threw his last his, his touchdown before half, where he ran he, he ran up and started counting to ten on his hands. Yeah, that was immaculate. I loved every second of that because Mitchell Trubisky is a loser. So, and he should be out of there. And you know what? I was saying last night, I was talking to my dad. I was sitting there. We're watching that game. And I say, Mitch needs this game more than anything because if he messes up, he's gone. Yeah. So, no, what I was saying though was with, was with Patrick Mahomes. So, what I was saying was, the came out of the gate flying. Who is this, right? Like, who is this new young quarterback? What is he doing in the league? Obviously, people that like watch football knew that like this kid was going to be something, but he came into the league and had a great season. Had a little bit of a drop off. I'm curious. Do you think Lamar, right? And this is this is as biased as possible as this could be. Let's say the Ravens don't go like they have another Chiefs season, right? And this is me being a Patriots fan saying this, right? The Chiefs were thought to be the favorite all year long. The Patriots turned it up in the playoffs, won, right? Let's say the Ravens do the same thing. And you know what? The Patriots win and the Ravens don't. I don't know if that's going to happen. I just I don't think the Patriots 
specifically can stop them, you know, as they did with the Chiefs. I would love to be, you know, surprisingly, you know, corrected on that. But I'm wondering is if that happens, do you see a Lamar Jackson and the Ravens taking mm-hmm. a step? Oh, back, yeah. 100%. Right. So not so like during the time of the Chiefs, they were a top three team, undisputed. Ravens, Ravens, top three team, undisputed. Chiefs this year, they're in the top ten. They're playoff teams, right? Same thing with the Ravens. But are they going to continue that? That's my thing is I love Lamar. I love how he plays. I think it's great for the league to have a few quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson. Do you want to know who the last Lamar Jackson was? And also throw the ball. Robert Griffin the third. But. No, no. But but think about it this way. Think about it this way. The last, but Cam Newton, no, that's the thing. Cam Cam Newton Newton was able to run the ball and he was able to throw the ball because he had the arm strength when he first came in. But the last Lamar Jackson was Robert Griffin III. Not as many running yards, but you think of someone as exciting. It was it was RG three, and now it's his backup. But that's the thing. RG three went into his sophomore year and got hurt. But he got hurt. He went to a sophomore so year clear, and got hurt. So what we're going to try to see here is what happens next. Will Lamar, after the season, whatever happens, because I personally think now that I think that whoever the Patriots have to play, because they'll either have to play the Chiefs or the Ravens, that's it. That's all. So they're either going to play the Chiefs or the Ravens. That's it. That's all. Because because that's how the playoffs work. But I think that Bill getting a look at the both of them this season was the worst thing that could have ever happened for those teams. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the things I've been saying this year, too, is the fact that Bill has taken the reins on the defense this year, right? With the help of his son, with the help of Gerard Mayo. I understand that, right? But the fact is what, what this team has done has been an elite defense all year round, right? Baltimore has made them look a little bit silly. But the thing is, is when you don't have a guy like that on your roster, it is very hard to show that in practice, right? Let's Even if the Patriots had a Colin Kaepernick or an RG3 as a backup, right? Mm-hmm. They could, you know, they could show their yep. defense. This is how you stop oh, somebody yeah. like this, right? But they don't. They have a Jared Stidham pocket passer quarterback that they that they can't show this is what it's like when he's moving in that practice squad, right? They can't. When they have practices, it's very hard to replicate that. So when you go up against Baltimore, you got smacked mm-hmm. in the face because you're used to playing defense against very similar tough-nosed quarterbacks throughout the league, and then you get thrown the complete unicorn, right? Something special in the league that you're witnessing, and you get thrown that, you're going to get beat, and the Patriots did. And you know what? Besides for a few – you know, Yeah, it was mistakes. That game, Little mistakes really that they made too. on the offensive I think side that of they the ball. Started that, making that, that interception comeback. just However, turned everything around. And Little, little – Yeah. And – and he only had in that game, and he only yeah, ex- had in that game exactly. 163 passing yards and one touchdown. Right? So he didn't beat you. He didn't beat you with his arm. He beat you with his feet. Right? 100%. And that is the issue that the Patriots are running into. However, when you have guys like like Patrick Chung, right, who is, a, who is more of a run-first safety, which is a very unique position, you have a Jamie Collins, you have a Hightower, a Van Noy, 
right? You have those guys up there, especially you ready for with this? Jamie Collins. That is going to be the matchup. If that is the AFC Championship, you're oh, going to no. be hearing about Lamar, oh, Lamar no. versus Jamie Collins. It's not Collins Lamar versus Jamie Collins. Game just because of how free it's going to be. Collins is. I'm, I'm, I've been sitting here saying, like, I'm watching – like I'm watching the way the Patriots have been playing defense and I'm watching everything. You're going to see someone like JC Jackson playing middle linebacker. And that's not even a joke. If they got to play, if they have to play against Lamar Jackson, they're going to push think, him up. He's going to be in the cornerback position. They could bump. He's going to be right behind Hightower. He's going to be right behind Collins, whoever they have there. He's going to be waiting. He's going to be spying. And he's going to watch that zone right in the middle of the field because he can catch him. Yeah. My, my thing is, is I like that. But the, th- the thing with me is, is that's where I feel like Jamie Collins is going to excel. I think what Bill Belichick noticed was he was using Jamie Collins as an edge rush, right? Get to the traditional quarterback and it wasn't working. But now I feel like he's going to use Jamie Collins, right? His, his most athletic defender right now right, that can do it all, that can play on the line, can play linebacker, could probably drop back in coverage if he had to. He's not terrible at it. He's a great all-around defender, was literally one of the best defenders in the league before he left to the Cleveland Browns. He is that guy that they I will. think they're going to have spy on Lamar Jackson. It will, the Patriots make it to the AFC Championship, which I believe they will, and I think it will be the Ravens There's a fine line. There's a fine line between be teams that won't make the, the playoffs and won't make that, that run. Like I said, the, the Patriots, right. the way that things are looking right now, the Patriots, they're going to beat Miami next week. Let's pray to God they don't lose in Foxborough to Miami. But they're going to play Miami next week. And then they have the two seed. So they're in a lock that if they make that AFC championship, they're only going to be playing right. one of those guys. They're not going to be playing anybody else because of the seeding. Right. So what I was saying, the keys to that game, right, for me, I, I could look at this and I think we can agree on most of this, is Jamie Collins is going to be that spy. I know you think it's going to be J.C., However, I think they're going to put Jamie Collins out there, right? It's on Stephon Gilmore to stop Marquise Brown, which he's going to do. And it's on J.C. Jackson to be on on the hip of Mark Andrews with the help of Patrick Chung. And that is going to be your team all night. You're going to have J.C. and Patrick Chung locking down Mark Andrews. You're going to have McCordy and Harmon switching out over the top. And you're going to have Gilmore locking down their deep threat. Jamie Collins is spying Lamar Jackson. I would not be surprised if the New England Patriots not only beat the Ravens, they actually make them look human. And that, and, and I think the biggest yeah. thing, the only way the Ravens can get out of that game is if Mark Ingram has an amazing game. That's, that's what you need. If you want to stop them the way they beat you, it's by controlling that with using your skill players on that team. Right of J.C. Jackson, Jamie Collins, and Stephon Gilmore, your three best, arguably three best defenders, right? Van Noy, great defender, great interior guy. He's going to be there to stop the run, but you need those guys. Well, I mean, that's what happened in the last game, though. It's like like you said, it's like Lamar Jackson hurt us on the ground, but so did Ingram. Ingram had 15 carries for 115 yards. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree I with think that. that was a lack well, of, I don't think it's I lack, think of prepara- lack of preparation. Well, it's hard to say lack I of preparation. It's yeah, like the ability, like the ability. Like I say, we don't have that quarterback to prepare because like, Lamar Belichick had sixteen carries. He had one more carry than Ingram, right? 
Think like, about that. So there was, yeah. Most teams would have gotten destroyed by the by the Ravens, like way more. Like the, if the Patriots didn't have Bill Belichick and a Tom Brady on their team, we would have lost that game by forty. But the fact that we had those kept the, that at least somewhat competitive majority of the game. I get we, we it wasn't a game we thought we could win and everything like that. Regardless, like we had some issues. We don't have you know anybody to keep up with Lamar. It's very hard when you have a two headed dragon of Lamar and Mark Ingram, and you have some good receiving options in Brown and in Andrews, right? They get another wide receiver option there, and I think I don't think there's going to be a slump. I don't think there's going to be a, a Patrick Mahomes kind of slump because that's just such a uniquely built team that it's going to be very hard, and especially if they get a running back to complement Mark Ingram that can catch the ball, right, to be like the James White to that team – that's even scarier, and or if they get another, I, tight end I, I, in the I draft, don't think the Ravens need another solid. tight end. That's I think they just need a wide receiver. The they have two. Maybe add another offensive lineman to add a little more because you see a lot of Lamar Jackson. What his game is, where he rolls out. Exactly. They need. They need. They more. They need, they need someone. Lead. They need someone. They need to get fast, lead, and they're going to make the first block. Right? They, because they you watch. You watch a lot of. Quick. You watch a lot of Lamar Jackson games. You watch a lot of Lamar Isaiah Jackson Wynn. playing, and you see him having to roll out. He's forced to roll out, but because he's so physically gifted, he can do that. But there's not a lot of quarterbacks that can do that like him. But I think I think yeah. we've been talking a lot about this. I think we should move on to the playoff picture and what right. we think is going to happen here. Right. That's what I was just I was just about to have you switch over. Actually, as you were saying that, I was writing down my predictions. So I want to ask you what. So we'll go this right without going into why or what you think of. Let's just keep it very short and sweet. So Make I'm going to be honest. Just looking at everything that's in going in. To the NFC and AFC championship, I think it's a tough road for the NFC um, because you know New Orleans is going to have to play. Right. Well, actually, not Very even New hard. Orleans yet. Someone's going to have to play Minnesota, and Minnesota is angry after today. They're going to have to pop into those playoffs. They'll have Dalvin Cook back. They'll be able to do something. But I honestly think that the NFC championship is going to consist of either the Forty ers or the Packers. And I think the Packers, I'm not saying the Saints, I'm not saying anybody else. I think it's either 49ers or Packers. And then over on the AFC side, I really think it's the Bills and the Pats. Because that Bills defense is that Bills defense is scary. And if Josh really? Allen can pull it together. So who do you think is beating? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you lagged a little bit on the podcast. What do you think? You think the Bills are getting in there and beating the Ravens? Yeah, that's, so that's one and two. Right now, it will be because there's no way they're losing the Ravens Miami. and Patriots, right? Let's say that's what it is. And then, yeah, let's let's say it stays. Yeah, let's say that's how it stays. And let's say your sixth seed ends up being the Tennessee Titans, right? Let's just say that happens. The Titans are in there. Titans get smoked by the um, or our fucking Chiefs. And let's say the Bills are going to beat the Texans. I think that that's going to happen for me, honestly. Then you, so now you have the Chiefs and the Bills. I think they can five. because so think about this way: the Bills, the Bills the only lost by seven. Obviously, the, the Ravens. The and that was a good game, and that wasn't even a Josh Allen game. It is. It really is because. But 
This is a strong that six seed is so too. up in the air. I mean, if you th- we don't know what's going to happen because right now it's Tennessee. Tennessee's like sitting it. in that six seed right now. All they have to do is win, and they're there. That's it. There's no way the Steelers are going to beat the Ravens. I'm sorry to anybody that's a Steelers yeah. fan. It's not going to happen. But if the but if the tennis if Tennessee loses yeah, and the I think Houston the Raiders can count their best and the Raiders beat. If the Raiders beat Denver, they're that six seed. I don't see Kansas City losing to the Raiders in the playoffs. But what I can see is the Bills beating Houston. And what I can okay. see is the Bills so, walking in to Kansas City and Josh Allen just saying, I'm going to throw the ball more than you. And I'm going to do and Devil, and Devin Singletary has been an absolute monster in the last few weeks. Like, in the last few weeks of the season, they're not paying attention to this. He's averaging about, I think he's averaging from the first five weeks of the season, he's averaging more, I think more like 15, 20 yards a carry. That's massive. I'm not carry throughout the game. My bad. He's, he's averaging 20 more yards in a game. And that's in, like that's something impressive. And that's something you need to look at. I think it's either going to be the Pats NFC yeah. So you, I think so, it's either going to be. So what was your NFC? Green let's, Bay let's Patriots. Make, let's make a Green lock. Bay Patriots. There it is. That's your Super Bowl. Oh, NFC. That's your pick. We're, My Super Bowl, Green Bay Patriots. Gonna, but in the NFC, no, for N- I see NFC, San Fran, Green Bay. Okay. And yeah. I, if if I'm okay. going to see two people coming out of the AFC, it's going to be New England under the Bills. Because it's just that Bills defense is suffocating, and the Patriots have Tom Brady in January, and that is the most terrifying thing you can ever think of. You think of your boogeyman. The Patriots are the boogeyman on defense, but Tom Brady yeah, is the I'd boogeyman any, in every single player defense. in the AFC. You don't want to mess with him in January. In the league. Um, so for me, for my playoffs, right, and the mm-hmm. NFC, I have the Saints and 49ers in my NFC championship. And then I have yeah, the Patriots and Ravens. That's a Super and Bowl we've been deprived of. Patriots, Saints. I have the – I have Pats. I think we need – we need – I wish it was Saints and Packers and, like, oh, my God, because the the ability to see Brady, Rodgers, or Breeze – in a Super Bowl playing against each other, we've been deprived of that, right? Brady's been playing Jared Goff. Lost to Nick Foles, though. Foles, so. like, n- not any knock on <laughs> any of those guys like that. As a recent Matt – yeah, all right, regardless. Should have lost to Matt Ryan, Matt, but he's Matt a goat, so it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys like that, like, the – like, you know what I mean? Like, though, like there has – and, like, so he's played Eli twice and lost to Eli twice. Um, you know, like the quarterbacks he's played, we haven't had a a Brady versus a marquee quarterback in a long, long, long time in a matchup. Oh, since, I mean, Man- since Manning's been in the I league, mean, but that year they played Matt Ryan. He was unreal. He was the MVP. He was unreal. And last year when he played Goff, he was unreal. I feel like those are marquee right. matchups. And that, but that's what I'm saying is I I I mean I mean it's different. It's a name brand. What I mean by that marquee matchup is not how that player played that year, but their career. It's a career. Aaron Rodgers. Drew Drew Brees Mm -hmm. is one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. Aaron Rodgers is getting there. 
Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time mm-hmm. playing against exactly. literally the guy that we has had the, we had the marquee AFC like, you know matchups. I mean? like we had the, against we had the AFC championship. We had all of that. Exactly. That also that also has a ring. That that also has a ring. That is the big part because then it comes down to who has the bigger balls, right? Brady was six I rings. That Brees game, has been there before. He's got. I think a ring. if Tom Rogers Brady has to play Drew Brees in the like, Super Bowl, the matchups we're looking and the, at. And this is me being a Patriots fan. I think that game determines the greatest quarterback of all time. And I'm, and, but that's, but but then think about this way. Think about this way. But see, it's, it's like Tom Brady won his Super Bowls. It's like the way that the way that people see Tom Brady won his Super Bowls is the way he won his Super Bowls. You know, he got the field goals from Vinatieri. You know, but you think about the times where he dominated and had the most passing yards in Super Bowl history. But the way that Drew Brees has been so consistent in less years than Brady, with lesser teams, and I'm not saying that Sean Payton is a lesser coach. But Bill Belichick is definitely the better coach. <clears throat> it's it's if if Drew Brees wins that game, it's still six to two. But Drew Brees has all the records. He'll be one and zero against Brady in a Super Bowl, and he has the passing yards. I and think he has I the think, touchdowns. I think what that I think what that does for somebody like Drew Brees, right? This is what it does for Drew Brees' career, in my opinion. You beat Tom Brady, right, who's only been beaten three times, right? You beat him. You join the list of the only four teams to ever beat him in a Super Bowl, right? You get a ring, another ring. You have now two rings. You're now 2-0 and in the Super Bowl, right? You're now 2-0 and in the Super Bowl. I think – and it's not really a matter of Brady – Breeze is better than Brady. I, I agree. think it puts Breeze as the second-best quarterback. I, I, can I think that. it jumps Breeze over guys like Montana, jumps Breeze over guys like Manning. I still – I still don't think one game like that matters because of the same thing, too. Also, the fact that the Patriots mm-hmm. defense is going to make it very hard for Drew Brees, the Saints have a terrible secondary right now. I don't think that that Tom Brady is going to play out of his shell and not win. Like, I feel like the Patriots will easily can win that game. I don't think it's going to be a duel. Because, like, if they both had solid, really nasty defenses, like if the Saints had, like, an equivalent I see Tom defense, picking them apart. it'd be a great Super Bowl to watch. But – in my opinion, I think what I think, yeah, I I think this this game is if this is like a breeze, right? This is just all speculation. If this is a breeze, Brady, breeze wins. I think this puts him as the clear cut number two, well, second best that. of all time. Because Peyton only has two, right? Does Peyton only have two? And I think the reason, I think the reason, yeah, exactly. And and people Peyton, always Peyton think about two, when one with the Broncos, one with the Colts. You know, when Peyton got absolutely and, embarrassed, but. He's still the. Some people will still put him above the greatest of all time. You know what I mean? It, Peyton Manning is still one of the top, best quarterbacks of all time. However, I think the consistency of Drew Brees, right? When he's had a team that has been able to actually get to the Super Bowl, he has won. And I think, honestly, you know what this game could be? No. It could be the retirement game for both sides, win or lose. I think well, not win or lose. I should say if Brady wins, I think that could be possibly the end. Or I think if Tom Brady wins this game, this could be the retirement game. But I do not see Drew Brees. I don't. I don't. I think Drew Brees still. I think if Brees watch the way that Brees plays, 
and that and like he's still staying. It's he's gonna outlast Brady by a few years, and I definitely agree with that. Because Breeze is, I mean, sorry, Brady's in his twentieth year, and Breeze is in his eighteenth. I can see Breeze staying longer with like he's less injuries. He's he's not would as you say, would you say injured, but Brady Breeze? still has his own method where he's still balling out and living his life. Would you say would you say Breeze is the modern day equivalent? Right, this is going to be a hard thing to swallow. The modern day equivalent of Marino. With yes. The like he has I agree. A, like I can 100% agree with Marino that. Would have been if he had That's a, a fact. I can agree with that one. Like that's like I, I that's just my thing. So I think the Super Bowl is going to be Patriots Saints. I think it's going to be I honestly think it's going to be a duel. I think both defenses are going to play amazing. I think both quarterbacks are going to play amazing and I think it's a game that's going to go into overtime. I would not be surprised if that's a game coming down exactly. to who makes that play. Who makes the play that wins the game? And both of them can. And you know what? And I think it comes down to the fact is I tweeted this out uh, a couple of weeks ago of who I think. I think the Patriots are going to win in the Super Bowl. And I think Stephon Gilmore is going to be your MVP. I think he's going to completely shut down Michael Thomas and force Drew Brees to find it elsewhere. And I think that Gilmore is just going to cement his Defensive Player of the Year award and win the Super Bowl MVP if the Patriots win. I think that's just how it's going to go. And whether or not it's a co co MVP with Tom Brady, I don't know. But I think that Stephon Gilmore has played so well this year. And I mean, we we've talked about just to kind of like transition oh, yeah, exactly. really quick because we've been actually talking for quite some time about this. I wanted to get over to our lifestyle segment because look, our, we're a little rusty right here. All right? We're not we're even not in the same. Yeah, exactly, hard, folks. We're not like, in the same room. Not know when I've had I've had a few dad I've had a few dad sodas. I'm so I'm kind of doing my own thing over here too, you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> yeah. So we bet we we lost track of time. So we're gonna get into the lifestyle aspect. Um, so Brady, this is my thing for you. Um, we're gonna we're gonna finish off our show like we always do the dad joke of the show, giving some uh, giving some advice, giving some dad jokes, whatever it might be. Um, but we're gonna finish off with our lifestyle segment which is one gift that you have always wanted for Christmas and that you never got. And what is that? And then we have another little, uh, little question for you too, after the end of that, but we're both going to say ours. So the go ahead. One what is that gift one gift that you've always that I never asked got, for Christmas, but never got? I always, I always asked for a new bike. I never got the bike that I wanted, but I remember, oh. Hey, couldn't find a back in seat. my heyday. I was a little, I was smaller, <laughs> but um, I never got that bike. But you, the reason I got the bike is because in my old apartment, in the storage that we had, there was a really old bike. My dad's like, "Oh, that's mine." I was like, "Can I use it?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." So there's my new bike. About thirty, forty years later, so it's fine. <laughs> So, the one gift that I have always wanted for Christmas and never got is a dog. Um, I've always asked for a dog every single year. Um, I love dogs more than people. Um, (laughs) And I had a dog when I was younger for about three or four years. Got rid of it when we moved just because we couldn't have a dog. It was just a weird thing. 
Um, it was hard to take care of. My little brother was, was sick and was like in and out of the hospital. It was very dangerous to have him around like an infant and stuff. So um, just with what my brother had and everything. So we had to get rid of it. Um, but I've always wanted one. I've been asking one since that dog was taken from me and I still have never gotten it. And that is just, I just love dogs and ah, that's, that's my gift. Um, so now Brady, the second question and final question for lifestyle today, what is the favorite gift that you've ever gotten? Like what is one gift you've gotten for the favorite gift that that I've ever gotten for Christmas? It was from my uncle. He got me Sly Cooper one. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was a combo. It was Sly Cooper one and Ooh. two. It was both discs in one package, and it was uh, I love that. That is literally one of my yep. favorite games of all time. And since I have Xbox, I can't play it anymore. But I have heard that there that uh they're getting into it where they might bring a full remastered collection to the Xbox. And I might cry if that ever happens because I'll never leave my room until I hundred percent the whole game. But that is literally (laughs) because that is one of my favorite games of all time. Right. So that is my favorite gift of all time from Christmas. I think I have two in my head that I'm trying to figure out, right? So I'm going to name them, but I think it's I'm going to answer myself when I start talking about it. But oh. one of the two gifts was oh, yeah. I got Rock Band. Um, I think it was like Rock Band 2. I think it was like Rock Band 2 for the Xbox. I got that. That was an amazing game. Um, I love that. But I think the, the biggest one for me was I got my first like gaming PC um because there's some special like my parents like were just like this is basically all you're getting this year is like this like they basically gave me a gaming setup um and you know obviously it's an old outdated computer now like compared to all the technology now but i would say that was probably six or seven maybe seven or eight years ago actually i was probably like uh i want to say 13 so it was probably eight years ago that was what got me into YouTube, Twitch, competing on COD. Like, that is what started my love for, like, gaming. Like, I obviously loved gaming, right? Loved playing games and loved Call of Duty, like, all those games. But that was where my, like, passion grew because I knew, I was like, holy yeah. shit, like, I can watch I can people play this. I'm not playing. <laughs> I can create this. I can make money off this. I can compete. And, like, I was, like, 13 and I, like, made a YouTube channel and everything and, like, the rest was, like, history for me. And, like, that's kind of, like, where I am today and, like, all the shit I've done is, like, honestly because of that. Because, you know, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have gotten into game. If I didn't get into all that, I wouldn't have gone to Salem State because I went to Salem State to Mm -hmm. get a degree to commute because it was the closest school to where I lived and it was the cheapest. And, like, I was just going to compete all day and go to night school. And, like, that is why I came to Salem State. I wouldn't have been – we wouldn't yeah. be having this conversation <laughs> yeah. right now if I didn't Honestly. get that computer, basically. Like, that's – so that's the gift. And, like, it's a huge gift. So it's, like, my favorite gift of all time because of the fact that, like, I have made some cool memories on it. But, you know, that and, and also the Xbox One. Like, I got that when it came out i got it on release date and then i ended up switching to ps4 because that's like how you had to compete and i haven't like switched back because like i just don't feel like doing it right now (laughs) but 
I'm telling you, man, when, when they release the new consoles, right, the next gen, which are coming out soon, like, I'm going to honestly really look, think hard and long about what I'm going to Yeah, pick. no, like, everybody, everybody's talking be, all their shit about the new Xbox that it looks like a refrigerator. Like, I'm not just going but that thing is going to be diesel. Yeah, you can exactly you can hide it, and it's also sweet. people are talking about the frame rate, and that's a weird thing that people don't really add in whenever they talk about it. But earlier today, I was watching a stream. I was watching actually. I was watching Ninja, and he was talking about you know how um, how it's a lot easier for a lot of PC gamers and now a lot of PC gamers are switching over to controller on PC and it's because they're at 240 they're at yeah. 240 and like consoles at Frames. 100 120 and it's like you yeah. know it's like if you have a controller at 240 you can be a god mm-hmm. exactly you you're a god you're basically a god among men you're so a god like- <laughs> yeah and that's so that that's my thing with the new the new ones because the new the new um the new consoles right this is my mindset yeah. why I'm gonna let any like I'm gonna let them call to me right because I've been an Xbox fanboy since I was seven right I switched to PS4 at like eighteen right so. And for the past, like, four years, I've been playing, or maybe even five years, I think I switched right before I moved to college, but the past four or five years has been me playing on PS4, and I had a great experience with both consoles, right? And now it's, and, like, obviously Xbox had my heart, like, I still call buttons, like, AXB, like, Y, like, still call it that on the PS4. And, like, Xbox had my heart, but PS4 has been such a great console that I've had that, like, I'm very curious to see, like, who can give me that thing. I think a huge thing is Xbox is going to get away from the batteries. I think that's going to be the main thing. I think that's something that's, like, a huge draw for a lot of – yeah, but like I'm excited for the new console, so I can't check that out. But Yeah, I was was thinking about it because, you know, we're dads and we're talking about dad shit, but – we decided to talk a lot like millennials talking about video games and stuff right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? Things, we we just go around the circle. That is the we go around the circle, folks. can go in anywhere. Random you know direction. what's going on. We, are, the we are the guys sitting sitting on the couch with a beer. YKTV. Right? You know the vibe. The vibe is two dads sitting sitting. The vibe is is two dads sitting in their recliners, opening a beer, watching the shittiest football game of the week. Right, obviously any game, not any Lions game, because yeah. it's football and talking about random. <laughs> That's what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> you watch your mouth. Don't worry, the Chargers fan. We're in pain. Cam, we're in pain. Come out there, but uh, yeah. So I Do just it. wanted to uh, shamelessly plug my other podcasts uh, before we end off with a dad joke of the show. So I got three podcasts going for me right now. We got 40 yard dads where I talk about sports lifestyle, right? Just hanging out guys being dudes. Uh, that's what you're on in this one. Um, I have a gaming one called Wavefinder, um, which is like weekly about esports and gaming. So if that's what you're into, if you enjoyed that aspect of it, definitely go check that out. And I talked about, um, the Disney podcast that I'm doing where I just talk about like 
how to plan the vacations, talk about Star Wars, Marvel, like new rides coming to the things, like how much is it to go? Just talking all about that on the Disney podcast. That one is called Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, one of my dad's favorite rides, um, Carousel of Progress. That's why I picked that name. So if you are interested in Disney and everything that unfolds, like I'm talking Disney Plus, like Mandalorian reviews, Star Wars, like Marvel, like all of that shit that falls under the Disney umbrella will be talked about on that podcast. Um, and if you want to know where all of these are, so I have no, a Twitter for myself at King underscore Garrity. There is a Twitter. There's a <laughs> Twitter for Wayfinder. It's at Wayfinder. And then the Disney podcast is at GBBT podcast. Tomorrow podcast. Right. And you have all of those. So if you want to find them, they'll all be on my Twitter. If you don't know where to find them, you can link to all the Twitters. I'd really appreciate you guys checking those ones out as Ooh. well. Might maybe have Brady Ooh, come on. Oh, this is the first I've heard of that. Let me put on, on Might have some other 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 people. You know, it's it's what I want to do. So I'm starting those up. And uh, just a quick note: the reason I switched all of those up was because I felt like it'd be better to have niche podcasts um, rather than just having one giant one where I go all over the place. So that way, you know, if you don't like the Disney stuff, you don't have to listen to it. You can go with, you can just hear sports on this one. You can just hear gaming on the other one and just hear Disney on the other one. Three of my big, you know, passions. So uh, I love podcasting, love talking. I think I have a good voice for it. So that's why I did it. Um, Closing off the show, Brady, Hit us with the oh, dad joke of the day. Oh, Hit us with oh, some dad oh, advice. Oh. And let's close you know, we're in the Star Wars time. mood, Cam. We're in the Star Wars mood. Oh, boy. And uh, this one's going to hurt a little bit. Oh, no. How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for sure Christmas? Will. He felt his presence. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Dear God. I'm the God. I'm a God. <laughs> uh, that would physically hurt. All right. Kick it oh, off. Get some advice. Get some advice. All right. So Let's the best advice, out. the best advice that I can give right now. What's some advice? Is that when dad asks for another beer, you get him another beer. <laughs> and I'll give you guys one last advice. Oh, electric bills. Electric bills are expensive, and I'm gonna text you about our electric bill because I just got it. So it's actually not too bad, but it's still. I don't. I don't want to deal with it because it's too damn high. But you know what, folks? We're out of here. The dads are out. Oh, you heard that from your dads? Get us a beer. See you later, folks. We'll see you next time when you're done.